What's up? This is Steph G. And this is Nika T. And this is His, His Hers, and, and the, the Truth, Truth Podcast. What's good? What's good? What's what's going on? What's going on, man? Man, it's it's thundering. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna have to go ahead and do a quick episode. Yeah, because I gotta get back to my daughter, and I know she gotta make sure her 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 baby's safe. So uh, let's go ahead and get to it. (laughs) Uh, We want to just dive more into buying black. Yeah, and understanding how. You know uh, how things around our culture doesn't come as quickly as we want it to. Yeah. So uh, more so, it just it a lot of that. Th- this idea, this topic, this uh, point came from you know just seeing how uh, the justice system lately has been you know a failure. Like you know they're doing the bare minimum to get us happy. To get us okay with what's going on, but they're not understanding that we're still pushing for the full thing, and we shouldn't have to be doing that if people had morals. I mean, we that that's true. We should we wouldn't have to be doing that if they had morals. But the the main thing is we asking them to treat us as if we're on the same level as them, and we ain't. Like that's just that's just fact. We asking for equality. <clears throat> and that ain't what we need to be asking for. And that's what we But need that's to... what they worried that we not asking for. Yeah. You know, they worried that we going to ask for more than just equality. Cuz if you give me a little bit of equality, oh well, shit, now what else can I get? And you know what? That's really what I think a lot of these businesses are doing now, these major corporations. They see, all right, they want equality. We can afford equality, but Yeah. How much more are they going to are they going are to they ask, gonna for? ask for? Because you know Netflix is giving out a hundred million dollars to black black banks, right? Uh, and I'm happy for that. Um, but you know, uh, it why does it take so long? It should like, it shouldn't have took. It, why did it death. have to take for for niggas to start going chaotic for people to be like, you know what? They have been treated unfairly over all of these years. Yeah, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm trying to have the mindset of, you know, you can't be mad at when they woke up. Just be glad that they woke up. But some of these motherfuckers you just can't give a pass to because you know, you know that they knew. If you multi-million dollared in any sense or in any form, you should be doing something to help with all of the crises that we have in this world. Right. And my and my thing is, you know, these people have billions of dollars. Jeff Bezos, 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 whatever. Um, you know, he's he's it was just reported he's worth about 172 billion dollars. See? You can use some of that to end hunger. You can use some of that to Put, a lot of shit. Yeah, you know. Just what I'm don't saying? do the shit that Bill and Melinda Gates out here doing. You can't. You can't 
house that much money to yourself. You can't take it with you. Yeah. You can't take it with you. You can have you can have a cool billion and then just give the rest to, you know what I'm saying, people who you are can in live, need. Like you you don't have to overindulge and that's that's my thing. I I wouldn't mind being wealthy. I would love that. I would love that. But I know that I'm not an overindulger. Like I I was like I know that I'm still going to shop at New York and Company. I like New York and Company. That's my shit. It, it don't matter how much money I got or how much little, you know, I'm going to shop at where I like to shop at. Right. I don't care for expensive clothes and stuff like that. I'm going to shop with black-owned businesses. I'm finding more and more black-owned um, tailors and seamstresses and, you know, different things like that. So when you get into that, and then my mom just recently bought a sewing machine. So now I gotta learn how to sew, so I can teach her how to sew, mm. and, and we about to have some fun with that because she want pretty little dresses. But um, I ain't finna buy all them pretty little dresses. We gonna make these bitches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> call it a day. No, that's what she she asked. She was like, "Can we play with my sewing thingy so we can make pretty little dresses?" I was like, "Yes, one day. Is. Yes, one day." <laughs> I keep saying one day, but yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's different businesses out here that we have access to. And we're, I think one of our big problems is we're unfamiliar with what is available, but there are so many resources out there that gives you black owned businesses for anything. But we are, um, we we don't know how to find the businesses number one and then the, also the distribution yeah that's a big problem but i feel like if we had more trucking companies and more companies that were one either willing to barter or two willing to or if they had the means to actually afford you know what they were doing contract with each other like we know that more more i'm seeing more and more black men becoming truck drivers you know i know it's probably not easy to go and buy your own truck but you know partner with somebody y'all making if you and use your job your nine to five where you out working for the white man use that to elevate where you want to get to especially if getting out there and being on your own is one of those things use that and elevate and that's and that's what i think as well uh it's always understand to utilize where you are you know until you get to where you want to be right and you know with the with the, uh, with the truck driver situation you know my father still drives trucks right 30 40 years since he's been driving trucks and it's it's really hard to get your own truck but i mean you know he he still goes for it uh, he's right. had it at one point he did his own business thing at one point uh and it's it's just getting those distribution companies right and those other stores to really you know say hey we and are mean, just as we are just as good and another thing that businesses could do and i don't know how well that how well it will work this is just me spitballing but like there are different uh companies that sell like black owned companies that sell like detergent and different companies that sell toothpaste tissue paper towels different things like that i follow a few on instagram and um i post some on our page 
uh, when I just go through and, and find most of them, but I post some on our page, but there are a lot of businesses like that. If they offered wholesale opportunities mm-hmm. for people that way, if you want to shop black, okay, we know for a fact that this company is at its roots, a black owned company. And this is my dealer for this true, uh, washing detergent, you know, it's, I think that having those options for wholesale will allow for businesses to be able to grow and different things like that. You know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest business savvy person, but I just feel like good intentions and hard work will get you a lot further than trying to outdo somebody. I understand people say all the time it's a dog eat dog world, but shit, I mean, what if we that, found though. other shit to eat? You know, we we see how how doggish you know the world is, especially in the world of business. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean uh, we've been receiving game for the longest about buying in our own culture. Yeah. You know, about owning anything for ourselves. And it's just like we kind of looked over it. I mean, Master P, for years, you know what I'm saying? He did one of like the best Like, Master deals. P for so long was so underrated. Right. Like, people fuck with his music, but they didn't understand how They didn't understand savvy. where he was, yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's you know, what, 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 what gets me is, like, those opportunities, those ideas are right in front of us. Right. Motherfuckers be talking about how Silk the Shocker can't rap, but shit, that Silk, nigga paid. That nigga was paid. That was that was Pete brother. Pete got his blood brother on there. You know he had the whole family going. Man, listen. So it was like, hey, I'm putting you in a position to win. Right. You know the same. He just came out with was it noodles or rap snacks uh-huh. or food he detergent had the chips all that stuff. shit. Yeah, like yeah, he out here doing it. Them the type of people that we should have been. Paying attention to growing up because we already like, like we like famous motherfuckers. Yeah, rich, you know people people watch Diddy, but they ain't really watch Diddy. The, all they saw was that nigga dancing in front of the camera on all of the videos, but they ain't watch Diddy. Ain't motherfuckers watch Jay Z, but they ain't watch him. Motherfuckers yeah. talk about Russell they, Simmons, they talk, but y'all ain't watched they, that nigga. They talk, <laughs> after Dame Dash's Breakfast Club interview, they were talking about him so badly about, my son owns cookies. Nigga, do you know how many things of cookies you eat from a... I go to Chili's, and I get a, a, a cookie from Chili's, and fuck it up. I spend $7 all the time on them on for one cookie. cookie. From Chili's, see? Now, had I realized, you know what I'm saying, Dame Dash's son has some cookies here... And they was as good as chillers, you'll get my seven dollars. Right. You know what I'm saying? But all in all, it's just like understanding that whatever it is that takes your interest or whatever it is you're good at, you can make it a business. Yeah. But you have to you have to focus. But you also have to understand that everything is not like everything that you do is not intended to be a business. No, not at all. It's you not. even say it even with your hobby. Yeah. Your DJing. My DJing. You know, I'm not trying to make that a business. And I've and I've said with the podcast, I didn't want to make it a business. But if it turned out to be one, I'm cool with it. Right. And then I'll start. You know what I'm saying? I can venture off to do other things that that that'll make my hobby or right. make it make it a hobby for me. Right. So I just I understand 
you know, you you still need to put in, you know, yeah. effort. You still got, yeah, you still got to put in effort, but you still got to make sure that you loving what you're doing. Because if you don't love that shit, if you ain't enjoying it, it ain't no point in putting no energy into it. Because if you ain't loving what you're doing, it's going to turn out like shit. Right. Bottom line. And so that also brings my idea to the fact that how even in the justice system, you know, or law enforcement, there's not as many black people or not as many uh skin folk that are kin folk. You know what I'm saying? It, I, I just feel like even in those situations a lot of a lot of people have those dreams to be lawyers, to be judges, to be doctors. Right. They just don't have the ability to have the time. Right. They don't have the chance to they have be twenty five and just starting out yeah. into something. Because some people got disadvantages. Yeah, I have to go to work. Some people have disadvantages, and a lot of people don't take that into account. And 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 that's where we need to start, at least, pouring into a a a fund for those who. And this is just an idea. This is just a you know random brainstorming idea. Just people pouring into some type of fund to actually help those people who are going through you know. Right. uh, Law school, going through med school, but um, you got to work through all of this shit. Like that's that's difficult. That could yeah. that can break anybody. Yeah, I that's mean, a you got it. Cause man, what what is it? Eight years for med school? Yeah, I think you have like uh, four years of college. You have two to four for whatever area of med medicine you're trying to study, and then you have what is it? Practice or? Uh, uh, when they become when like, they when they like residency, resi- yeah, you have those years of residency, so that's, that's about ten. Yeah, you, you know spent a lot of time, and you you learn it every step of the way. Like right. <laughs> you learn it every step of the way. Like that can, you know, and then you got to pay that back, right? Because you didn't took out loans and you took out a million dollars worth of loans, especially in this time. This yeah, day and age with. That's another thing that we shouldn't have to like y'all for so long. We were told go to college, go to college, go to college. And don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not knocking anybody who goes to college. If you're black, I hope that you go to an HBCU support historically black colleges and universities. But I mean, if you choose to go to a PWI, that's on you. I'm not judging. However, I feel like we were told so much and even by our elders, we were told, you know, go to school, be smart, go to college so you can get a decent job. Mm-hmm. Go to school, go to college so you get a decent job. But they weren't thinking, oh, shit, every year extra shit is going up every year taxes is increasing what the fuck is it gonna look like when my kid gets to the age where they ready to go to college and these college prices ain't what they was back when i had them you know what i'm saying a lot of parents feel like that exactly they looking like shit we ain't pay we have to pay that much right school and that's it's a lot we shouldn't if you gonna tell us to to get this education, and I'm not saying parents, but I'm talking about because the government pushes college education as well. Uh, but if you gonna push the education, if you gonna push the go to college, if you gonna push 
you know push having some jobs when get, we finish yeah That's push having something. jobs or push um you know making that <laughs> shit free but then y'all president just came out and said that uh like skill set is going to be worth more more than, than the, degree. the degree so listen he came out and said motherfuckers went into debt for fucking what no reason i mean it's people that that went to school and got a bachelor's degree that it works the same position i worked yeah. and i did not get no degree and and that's, that's what drove me while i was i was working uh for a uh, medical instrument company and i was the only one down there with a degree everybody else didn't have a degree and we getting paid the same amount i'm sitting here like i ain't go to school for this shit but still like right. you could have up i have a skill me. set i have I, ha I have because i have this degree it says that i have this particular skill set over these particular individuals exactly so i i deserve to be paid more right and then once you start actually going in and trying to bargain you know what i'm saying you torn between having a good ass paying job or no yeah, job at all or no job at all so and I and I think and that's then the they'll go part. and be like, well, yeah, you have a degree, but you don't have you no don't have the skill or you don't have the experience for. Ain't that a bitch? And, <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, you know, a lot of stuff. I'd be like, hey, I want to apply for, but and more, I don't have the degree, but more, I have the experience. We we also have to be able to provide more internships. Yes. More internships. Being able to intern is getting you that skill. That get getting you that skill set without pay. Yeah. Sometimes, but give give me that skill. Give me that skill you so that, that opportunity. Yeah. So I, that I know what I'm doing. Because you know what I'm saying I'm I still want to do my my uh counseling uh as far as becoming a psychologist. Yes, best friend. And uh, it's just I've been I've been working in mental health for so long that it's like. Hell, I didn't did the intern hours. <laughs> like yeah. I like they would literally have us do. Can you use me? <laughs> <laughs> they would literally have us do counseling with different kids, right? But they'll they'll call them billing hours, uh. and billing hours for a whatever tech or whatever. But you're not a therapist. How am I not a therapist? If I'm having a counseling session. If I'm having counseling sessions for about an hour. Like I'm 30 I'm minutes a, to an hour. I'm a whole ass therapist out there in these streets and you want to downplay it. All right. And, and then you, you if if uh, uh, an adult or child recommends you, they're going to grab you. They're not just going to select you with no certain people. So it's kind of like I'm booking my own clients because of my, 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 my. Your ability. Like, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Your skills. You you booking clients based on your skills. So, uh, yeah, man, them these these folks, man, they they'll screw you over. They'll that's, lowball you. That's the you. importance of going and creating your own. I get that everybody is not intended to be an entrepreneur, but if you don't want to feel like you're being fucked over, you're gonna have you to, gonna ha you're gonna either have to get that mindset or. You're going to have to find a way to start supporting more black-owned businesses to the point where they can hire more people because there's going to be more demand. And with more demand means more supply. And with more supply, I mean we need more people to cover what the fuck we got going on and we got the money to do it. Exactly, cause we, we it's a it's a revolving thing, and like there's no there's no just giving and giving and giving, and somebody's just taking and taking and taking. We have to be able to give 
and receive and give and take. And, so, I'm, and I'm so sick of that. Like, motherfuckers are so quick to just take, man. It's like, hold your hand not to give to somebody else. Even if it's not di- directly towards me, give it to somebody that right. I know needs it the most. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, you have to just really just be part of a influence uh, towards your own people. And when I say being an influence, be an influence to get them to support. Right. You know, uh, we have people that, you know, want to be lawyers. We have people that want to be judges. We have people that want to be politicians. You know, we have to find a way to get them to their dreams. Yeah. You know. Um, that's, that's it. And then also start getting, like, I, I think a lot of times us as parents, like, we can get a little lazy with our kids. Mm-hmm. And, and I know we got a lot going on as adults, like, Oh shit, I was not prepared for adult life and you know, here it is twenty nine years later. Um, but I wasn't prepared for it and I feel like sometimes I might kinda not focus on certain things that I need to focus on with y'all. And that that's a problem for me because I don't like that. I don't like that at all. But if we actually invest in things that our kids like, you know, find out what it is that they like to do and different things like that. And if they, you know, if you having a conversation with them and I ask y'all all the time, I ask her what she want to be when she grow up, what you want to do when you grow up, what you, you know, and a lot of times she spouting off all of the stuff that I do because that's what she see mm-hmm. and I'm like if you want to do that we can we can make that happen yeah. you know I'm going to connect her with the right people if if I can if I'm don't have the skill set to teach her myself I'm going to connect her with somebody I'm going to find somebody that can teach her how to do that you know what I'm saying so we have to make sure that we invest in our kids if you got a teenager that says man I really want to go to law school or I really want to become a uh a psychiatrist or whatever then we need to be trying to find these um people that these these black psychiatrists and black um you know, lawyers, lawyers and shit and having them, hey, my kid ain't got nothing to do this summer. Can they come and do some office work around the office with you for either some volunteer hours, something, you know, it's different things. I understand, you know, there are certain instances where you can't necessarily just allow anybody to do anything in any right. position, but there are ways to be able to get them and encourage them and cultivate what they trying to accomplish. If they have a dream and they come to you with a dream, nourish it, nurture it, cultivate it, encourage it, help them to become the best at what it is that they trying to do. Right. And, um, I mean, just to piggyback off of that, it's so, it's so hard to get people to actually understand when it is time to invest into your child. I mean, it's it it they'll invest quickly into right. sports, and I and I'm not trying to pin that on all black people, but you know they'll do that with sports. But if if your child wants to, if, even if your child wants to teach dance, right? You know what I'm saying? You know, start them out with a book. See how they are with reading that book, right? 
you know, and then move, progress from there, you know, or, you know, you can intertwine, you can have a book, hey, go sit and observe these lessons for two hours every other day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Take the book with you, too. So, I mean, it's it's just, I guess, motivating your, see, your I children. Know, I know we're in a very technology age, like a technology-based age right now. So, I know a lot of our, I know a lot of our kids spend time on their phones and tablets and stuff like that. Like, Ja has a tablet. Luckily, I got it set up to where she can only be on it for two hours a day, and she got to do some type of learning activity while she's on it. Mm-hmm. But for me with having access to technology like i said if you got a tool learn how to use it right. you know what i'm saying and uh <clears throat> and i'm gonna come back to that in just a second but uh she like i utilize her technology and i i make sure that like if she's telling me that she wants to learn how to make dresses okay so i'm about to find some videos of some black women that knows how to sew and we're gonna turn it on youtube and you're gonna watch these black women sew yeah you know what i'm saying like if you interested in that and and i know a lot of times i don't just have the time to just sit down with her because i am either you know by the time jaw gets home because she goes to daycare i'm cooking dinner or you know trying to get stuff straightened up around the house or something like that so when I don't have that the, that time, I'm able to sit her down in front of something that is going to nourish her mind and, and nurture the things that she say she wants to do. Right. But back to what I was saying as far as having tools and not using them and, uh, you know, wanting to know how to utilize your tools. Um, Derek Grace posted a video today of that Glock that he bought. The gold one one with Donald Trump on it. Yeah. And he was like, you know, everybody letting their pride and their disgust for this man basically deterred them from purchasing that gun. But what they don't realize is at some point that gun is going to be worth a lot of money either after he is no longer president or after he transitions. Yeah. One or the other, that gun is going to be worth a lot of money, so why not make some money off of him? And and that's what I and that, um, it's funny that you brought him up. Me and my LB have been talking a lot about Derek Grace. Um and it's just dude and he's our age. He is. He's our age. He he's, is. What 31, 30, 31. Yeah. He getting ready to turn 31. And and it and it's so it's so great to see the fact that he's actually out here doing his thing and he's real deal manifesting and actually putting it to right. use. And he's and he's also showing you put your kids in that Put position. your kids in it too. Put your kids in a position to win. And so it's it's just great to see, you know, like in a lot of cases, I tell people I don't go nowhere. I really don't go too many places where Ja can't go. Yeah. If if I can't bring my kid with me in that particular environment, why Ain't would no I want to go? I mean, aside from like when I gotta go to the hospitals for births and stuff like that, you know. But like when it's a when it's certain situations, like if I'm I'm saying, oh yeah, I'm interested in this and I want to go check that out. If I can't take my kid, and it's something that's going to develop and cultivate us for real, if I can't take her, I don't want to be there. Yeah, uh, and and I mean, you we 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 are lucky to have examples of other black men right. that are or 
black women, black people in general, who are actually investing time into their children. Right. You know, uh, even if they don't have a buku, a lot of money, they know, you know, how important time is. Mm -hmm. So you can you can pull that that idea, that strength from that person who shows you, hey, this is when the time times are most important and most valuable or most intimate with your children. Right. Make sure you focus in on spending that time. Um, and like I said before in, in earlier episodes, I said how Kobe, you know, had taught me that, you know, whatever you're doing, one hundred percent on the on outside of your family, you're gonna have to give that same effort within your family. Yeah. So no matter how tired you, tired you are, you have to get that will, get that get that urgency, get that that win, that second win back up. That's, and that's with your family, period. Like that's with your kids. That's with your significant other, especially with your significant other, cause y'all a team. Y'all got this And you know I I said The one thing that black men And black women Gotta learn first Is how to take accountability We gotta learn How to take accountability We also gotta learn How to work with each other We got Black men and black women We love to fuck And fight (laughs) Right And there's no lie I mean We love to fuck And fight You you like to You like to yell at each other And disagree And then you like to Get your nut off Exactly. You and you build. feel like getting that nut off is your release and then you go back into that same cycle of this dissatisfaction. Y'all getting into it, y'all fighting, now y'all fucking again. Right. It's the same cycle and you know, it's it's crazy to to keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. You can't Right. That's, I that's mean, called it's, insanity. And and, <laughs> and people trying to pass on another meme or old meme again saying you know, hey, it's not gay to love a woman, or some something like that, man. But it, I, I'm kind of like, you know, people are actually understanding it's okay to be in love. Yeah. Now we need to understand how it's okay to actually work together. Work together and be honest. And it's not that. And it's not that. You know, I'm. I have learned the lesson on saying, "Hey, I want my dude around all the time," because no, I don't want him around all the time. I don't. But you definitely got to spend time. Um, however, when we say work together, that means in every aspect of y'all lives. We're not saying, you know, create a business together and that be it. We're basically saying, you know, learn how to resolve conflict without it being so much clashing. Yeah. Learn how to... Learn how to work together in every aspect. If you parenting, if y'all co-parenting, y'all not together no more, y'all co-parenting. E- even if y'all don't fucking get along, y'all better act like it in front of the kids. Don't yeah. show no weakness. Y'all better figure that shit out on the back end. But in front of the kids, hey, we're going to be a united front. Right. And that, and that's, that's helpful for the kids is finding that balance of, hey, you know you don't di- you don't agree with what I'm saying, right? But you're gonna you're gonna remember it, and then we'll talk and we'll about, talk it, about later. it later. Well, people will literally be right beside you while you're trying to handle some business, saying, "No, nah, right, you don't do that." Yeah, and it's like, and see, that's that's. But I I think it's people saying that they 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 oh, I'm real. I check you right in front of somebody because I don't play that. It's like no, no. It's knowing your moments, right? It's understanding. There's a time and place for. There's a time and place for everything, 
Exactly. And, and certain things you just don't do at certain times and certain places. But I mean, we we really like as grown ass adults at this point in time, we have to start caring and loving for each other more. And that level, like having decent morals and understanding that somebody may not have what you have, but if you have more, why not be willing to give? We understand not wanting to go through a struggle again, but if you constantly give to somebody and they are they are they are reciprocal and their intent is good they are going to return you are going to get yours in return and even if they're not because me and my mom used to ask all the time why do we do why is it that our hearts are so big and we give so much but the people that we usually give to does not reciprocate and one day I just had to get to the point where I explained to her, it's not for them to reciprocate. Our good karma comes back in other forms. Just because that person doesn't necessarily show us that they appreciate us. If we continue to do good, good will continue to come to us. What you put out is what you get back. And there's no timetable on that. There's no, either. there's no timetable. So on people, it. people be like, all right, I'm going to do this. This is like church people. All right, I'm going to give to um, the Lord yeah. so that I can give me a blessing. No, that's not how it works. You don't just put money in and it come out. No, you got to. It, it takes work. It takes patience. Meditating. Man, listen, I am one patient motherfucker now. Yeah. I'm a lot more patient than okay. I used to be. Yeah. I give you that so for sure. So I consider sure. myself to be one patient motherfucker. Because <laughs> I know I, I, really, I really be just patient. I'll be like, hey, fuck it. I'm going to just, yeah, I'll just wait it minutes. out. Shut up. Love you. <sighs> oh, fuck out of here with that. Anyway, uh, you got anything else on your mind, man? I know we said this is going to be a little short episode. Yeah, we we at the 30 minute mark. Oh, I'm, I'm actually, I feel like I got, mm. feel like we came strong with it for 30 minutes. Yeah. Maybe we'll hmm. give y'all 30 minute shows more often. That, that 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 won't be a bad idea, or, or you know, maybe a, another live sometime soon. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, shit, I think we, I think I'll enjoy we got that. The light now. We yeah, we got the light now, so we'll be able to uh, do some lives. We'll be able to start doing video recordings. So y'all be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I guess right, that it. was his truth, and that was her truth, and somewhere in there is the, the real, real truth. truth. Hollow. Alright, y'all. We out. What's up, this is Dev G. And this is Nika T. And this is His, His Hers, Hers, and, and the, the Truth, Truth Podcast. Podcast.